Morning, everyone. I love the name of that church, Resurrection Church. Good name, huh? So we're in a couple of weeks series on um, being, what kind of people are we? Quite random question, isn't it? What kind of person are you? And I'm sure there's all sorts of words that could describe us as a community, as a family on a mission. The last couple of weeks, we've, we've kind of made declarations, really, and just remind us that we're people of prayer and of worship, that we are people who believe in the power of the word and the truth of God's word and the power and the truth of his spirit, that it's a sword in our hand. And today we're looking at um, being people of God's kingdom. Isn't that cool? Like, it's a bit overwhelming, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. And so this morning I had my usual flap. Um, My husband will let you know about these little flaps I have. Normally in the mornings, not the evenings, because I'm not a morning person. So the flapping takes place early doors. So today's flapping involved the type of food I'd eat. Would it swell my tummy? Would I feel a bit gross talking to you? La, 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 etc. So I started to worry about my food. Then I was like, my face. (laughs) Am I okay? Is my face all right today? Is it going to put people off? (laughs) Um, just checking (laughs) and then obviously the clothing situation I managed to spill stuff on me and then I was like do I change do I just go in the original you know thought of what I'd wear so these are the human things that happen to me in the morning and then scripture says this is like a smooth link guys this is Jesus's words do not worry about these things. He literally listed all of those things, your clothes, your food, what you're going to wear. And then it said, and your whole life, just so you know, everything's covered. Do not worry about your whole life, but seek first his kingdom. And these things will be added. These things will just kind of topple through when you've got the big picture in mind. And then he said these beautiful words, really humanizing and precious. Do not be afraid, little flock. Your father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Aren't those amazing words? Words of perspective, words of hope, words that set all our ducks in order, as we say. And so I was just thinking, you know, what kind of characters in scripture do this really well? I, was, I always want to find one kind of person who we can journey through together, who reminds me a bit of me, but also has enough about Jesus in them to be motivating, to be sharpened and challenged. And I, I came across Peter. And Jesus said to Peter in Matthew 16, who do you say I am? And I thought one of the cruxes for being people who live as kingdom people is that we're able to answer that question at all times. And Peter was someone who was really human. Remember what he'd just done. He denied Jesus, totally denied even knowing him. So that gives me hope that Jesus would come back to him, give him a repeated chance to say, who do you say I am now? <laughs> just remember who I am. So we are people who know who Jesus is at all times in our lives. Our experience of this world is not based on what we think, but on what God thinks and who God is. And so Simon Peter answers Jesus, you're the Messiah. You are the son of the living God. And then Jesus says to him, blessed are you. 
Simon, son of Jonah, this wasn't revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you, he tells him who he is, you are Peter. And on this rock, on you, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overcome it. And this is a guy, I love that he calls him Simon Peter. He refers to who he was. Simon means he has heard. And Simon had heard, and he, you know, basically ballsed it up for a bit. <laughs> Didn't he? He totally fluffed it. He completely denied Jesus. And also, here Jesus says, you are son of Jonah. So he's like, I'm not just aware of what you've heard and where you've come from. I'm stating who you will be and the purpose of God that's at work in your life. So he tags on, now you're Peter. You're also the one who's come from Jonah. You're also the one who has heard, but now you are also the rock. And I've got stuff for you to do. You are going to be solid, immovable, steadfast in your faith, not wobbly like jelly like you were before. And this is a person of the kingdom. I wonder if today God wants to say, I know who you were. <laughs> I know where you've come from, all your descendants, your family line, the things that you've done. But this is what I'm going to tell you about your life. You're going to be a rock, and God has a purpose for you. That's a person of the kingdom. Um, Nick, could I uh, borrow your keys or mic? Anybody, thanks. Yes, I was hoping Nick would give me his keys. Oh, sadly, there's no car key. I was really hoping there was going to be a car key. He's got a great car. <laughs> oh, he's giving me the car key. <laughs> Everybody, let's go. <laughs> I was like, if I ask Mike for a car key, it's a bit of a duffer, so let's go, Nick. <laughs> But you see, what happens with Jesus, let's ignore those, because this one's more exciting. He says, everything of me, of my power, everything I locked and unlocked in the person of who I am, as the son of God on earth, I'm giving you the keys. <laughs> I'm giving you the keys. You didn't pay for it. You didn't get it. But I'm giving it to you. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Great. And listen to this scripture. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth, whatever you tie up, tie to yourself, make tight and trapped on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be released, freed, loosened in heaven. That's pretty cool, isn't it? I mean, that gives us a lot of authority, guys. You know, we are co-missioned by Jesus. We are co-laborers with Christ. Everything he did, he says, tag, I'm giving it to you. I just need to live more like this, right? <laughs> like, I need to tie some stuff up in my prayers. I need to be like, in the name of Jesus, I bind that right now. I block that. I tighten that in. That is not going to happen. That fear, that suicide, that depression. I'm tying that up in the name of Jesus. And then I'm loosing. You know, think about that word, loose. Letting loose. 
What do we want to see let loose? You know, when we're walking around work, when we walk around our houses, if we're in halls of residence, you know, where, whoever we're relating to, everywhere we're relating, supermarkets, streets, we pound the ground with the feet of Jesus. We get to loose and tie up tie up good stuff to ourselves, we're bound to Jesus and we can bind people to Jesus, or we bind up the enemy. What needs binding? Where you're at, the situations you're in. What needs loosing and freeing? What do you say, let loose? And you have authority, because you got the keys. <laughs> you got the keys to the whole of the kingdom of heaven. Isn't that amazing? John Wimber, who's a guy I just love reading about, he described himself as a fat man on his way to heaven. Isn't that brilliant? <laughs> Sorry, don't let that distract you. <laughs> but he described the kingdom of God as being like the dynamic reign or rule of God. And he described Jesus as like a divine invader coming in, setting things right, storming the enemy's camp. And you know, the reason that the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's works. And we hear, don't we, in scripture that the enemy comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. And Jesus comes in, invading that, taking that back, binding stuff, loosing stuff. And he says, here's the keys, you do it too. If only we lived a bit more like that, with that expectation, with that hope in mind. I like the kind of image that comes to my mind of seeing the kingdom breaking in when those men, I imagine these four men dragging this poor man on his mat, trying to get him to Jesus and going, oh, it's not working, we can't get in the door, there's just too many people, we're going to smash through that roof. And so they lower him in, as they, as they lower him in, the light pours in, the man comes down, the power of God comes upon him. He's released from all condemnation. Jesus said, your sins are forgiven, rise up. And that is a picture of the kingdom breaking in, the light penetrating the darkness. And they bought him. They bought him. Without their hands on that mat, that man would still be lying down. And so there's kind of a challenge in there for me. Am I bringing people to Jesus? Am I breaking through stuff? Am I realizing the power of the keys <laughs> because of the power of God? So let's look at, at Peter, the first miracle that took place after Pentecost, after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon people forever came in Acts 3 and it was Peter. It was Peter, the guy who denied him. And it says this in Acts 3, one day Peter and John, they were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, three o'clock in the afternoon. So already a person of the kingdom, they are getting their butt to church, they are praying, they're keen, they're involved, they're in community, they've got their like, they are really pressing into God, praying. And then there was a man who was lame from birth, he was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. He was put there every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. Every day, we are going into a beautiful gate. <laughs> 
a beautiful opportunity where people are positioned before our very eyes who have problems that only Jesus Christ and the power of the kingdom can solve. Counseling won't fix it, although it's good. (laughs) Wise words won't fix it, although they're wise. Companionship won't fully fix it, but the power of God can fix it. And this is being a person of the kingdom, living in hope of the breaking through of heaven to earth. And they saw him. They saw him. And he saw them when they were about to enter. And he asked them for money. And Peter looked straight at him, as did John. And there's something beautiful about being a person of the kingdom that you don't avoid eye contact with things that feel difficult, things that feel overwhelming, problems you're not sure if you can fix, things that are lying there. It's humanizing. Kingdom people are humanizing people, looking, not averting our gaze. And then Peter even says, look at us. Look to us. Because when people look at us, they're looking at Jesus. Because Jesus' spirit is in each one of us today. We're made in his image. So we walk him around, the hope of Jesus, the hope of heaven. We've got the keys. And then it says, the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. And do you know what? People will notice you followers of Jesus. You can spot a shiny Christian in a crowd because we're accidentally aglow. We might not feel like we're winning at life, but there's the spirit of Jesus in us, in me, in you, and we radiate him because we're carriers of hope, whether we've grasped it or not. And so Peter said, Silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have, I give you. So he was aware of his own humanity, stuff of this world he didn't have. But he knew what he carried. He knew he had the keys. He'd sensed the power of the Spirit. He'd been going into the temple Every day praying, every day reminding himself who God was, every day remembering God's going to build his church through me. The gates of hell will not prevail. He took that to his encounter with this man. And so he said, not loads of complicated prayers, shabba jabba doodle daddle. That was a good impression, wasn't it? (laughs) Although they're great too. I do a lot of that, but maybe not with people sitting down. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. That's authority. That's holding the keys and knowing what you can unlock. Knowing the power in the name of Jesus. How much have we used it recently? I get a bit scared about what I'm going to wear, what I'm going to eat, all my whole life. Ridiculous when I read this at the bar, at the expectancy of Peter. And then this is so beautiful, guys. 
taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. So it wasn't just like, bam, the power of Jesus. See you, have a nice day. It was like taking him by the hand. This is so beautiful, so dignified, so kind, the heart of Jesus. And he helped him up. And again, this is authority. This is now not just the power of God. This is the kindness of God that leads to repentance, shining out of us. And it says the man's feet and his ankles became strong. And let's not forget, this is an actual, physical, tangible miracle. But this is also a beautiful, metaphorical picture of what God wants to do in everyone's lives. Lift us back to our feet. (laughs) Raise us back up. Have the hands of the family of Jesus reaching out and raising others. Not so bogged down in our own, what will I wear? What What shall I eat? My whole life. Look at them. They need Jesus. And this is the transforming power of God at work through his people, just like us. And we've got the keys. He's given them to us. And scripture says this in Romans, Paul. He said, creation waits in eager expectation, or I don't know, yeah, expectation. That word looked really weird then. (laughs) Did you forget that? You'd read a word. Let's start that verse again. (laughs) Creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. (laughs) So there's something in us that knows exactly who we are. exactly whose we are, exactly who God is. Remember at the beginning, I know you're the Messiah. You are the savior. You've come for us. You're redeeming people's lives from the pit. You're making them strong. You're you're using us. You're turning us from wobbly old jelly, worried about this and that, and bending to everything around us in culture, to solid rock that you would dream of using to build your church, to build your kingdom in this town, in this area, in this world. And the whole world is waiting for us, guys, to rise up, to show who we really are. We belong to Jesus. We're not afraid. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us power, love, a sound mind. And so what would that look like tomorrow? What will that look like as you go for Sunday lunch? Who are you going to be around the table with? You know, you don't just sit there as a wibbly-wobbly you. (laughs) You're a rock. You contain the power of the Most High God. And it's not your strength. This isn't my car that I bought. It's Nick's, but he's given it to me, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Let's go, quick. <laughs> do, you, do you get the point? So everything that Jesus did, heal the sick, cast out demons from those who are oppressed, set them free, speak truth, reach to those who no one else will reach to, 
Have a hope of heaven walking around inside you. What is the worst that could happen? Honestly, Peter, he gave up his life for this. He was so unafraid. I am, I'd rather not die like that. <laughs> but that's how bold he was. That's how unfearful we could get if we get this in us. And we're not of this world. We belong to Jesus. The Bible describes us being as aliens in this world. Sometimes I just feel so weird. That's just, you know, my personality probably. <laughs> Unique. <laughs> but we're not of this world. We're children of the Most High God. And we've got the keys. We've got all the power in our hands. It's not ours. Power's God's, hands ours. Reach it. Pray it. Bind something this week that's horrible. Or bind something good in. <laughs> Loose something that needs loosing. What do you want to see happen as you walk around? Just under your breath or even in your mind, I loose this in Jesus' name. I want to see this off <laughs> and this free. I'm quite excited if we were all mobilized for this. Imagine what could happen. One of us is good, but all together, imagine what could happen in this town if we got cracking. Every, everywhere where you've got influence and contact. So I'm going to pray, because <laughs> I need it. <laughs> And um, let's go. <laughs> let's go. It's not a, like a massive sit around and think about it. It's like you've got the power. You've got the keys. <laughs> you're people of the kingdom. You know who you are. You know who your God is. He's your father. It's his good pleasure to give it to you. It's our asking. <laughs> it's our asking.